At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Uh, real quick, before we get into our weekends, Lou just brought up something that happened when we left the show Tuesday that makes me feel like a gigantic asshole. What'd you do, asshole? I'm a fucking huge asshole. What'd you do, huge asshole? So Lou was leaving us for his, his first family. We all know I'm his, we're his second family. Yeah, oh, the people he loves. Oh, Pete and Sebastian. Pete and Sebastian. We're talking about. Pete Corielli Sebastian and Sebastian Mascalco. Uh, that he loves more than us. Not true. By the way, saw him, so this is what happened. We walked out of the building. I was going home uh, from the show, and I walked out, and Sebastian's there. And it fucking threw me off. I was like, oh, fuck, Sebastian. I mean, I'm, you know, I watched the guy. It's still one of the people that, start, that like, throws me off. I don't Jesus. know him well. And I go, <laughs> I go, hey, man. Jesus, Dan, you're fucking, you need to. Fucking maxi pad for your yeah. panties. I know. Sorry, I was so. I, I saw my knees got silly. Yeah, and I don't know what to everything, do. I, I went to shake his hand and then sort of half hug him. No, but I was stoned and <laughs> I tried to kiss his neck. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't know what happened. I hugged him weird. I, I went. Fell. I went high with both arms. I fell down and he picked me up and I just felt whole. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I saw. I think him. I got a little pee on his Bruno Molly shoes. I went, oh no! But I what I actually did was like, oh hey man, nice to meet you. And I said, nice to meet you. And he'd been on our show. Yeah. Yeah. And I. Uh, you didn't know he did a whole show with us? I, I We smoke a lot of pot, Jay. That it just erased your entire memory. No, it was up in the time. office. Yeah. I remember it once. Yeah. Once I remembered, I remembered. But real quick, I blanked. I did your show. Yeah. I just felt like a You're fuck. saying nice to meet me? I, it was one of the. Why? Oh, he's your dude. <laughs> but when you're thrown off by seeing someone fast that you don't see regularly, I was like, ah, fuck, hey, nice to meet you. Ah, I love, I love, I love you. you. You're very handsome. I gotta oh. go. Oh, my God. You smell so good. Yeah. Oh, I want to be you, and everyone oh. wants to be with you. I gotta go. Oh, oh, God, I got a poster of you on my ceiling, and I just want the tape to give out. I love you. Hey, I'm... I'm Dan. Your sweater game is tight. Oh, fuck. Shut up and start punching your shoulders. <laughs> oh, shit, Sebastian. Oh. You're good. You're good at comedy. You kill. So funny. Uh, dude. So Lou told me that right before we went on air, and I was like, God damn it. Can you please apologize to Sebastian again for me? I'm feeling like a real dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Looking still thinking here. about it? Yeah, I'm still off on my head about what it. What was with that weird guy? <laughs> fucking, this is what why memories me. does he keep in that head? I don't. I'm if not meeting me. He goes... He's done impressions of me, and he doesn't even recognize me. I don't, wow. I that don't is uncomfortable. Uh, Did you talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it on the air. Oh, it's fantastic. And I played them a little bit of Chicago Dicks. Oh, man. Corey made him nice and angry? I love Corielli. No, I didn't hear it. I did it in post. Look how happy. That's the happiest I've ever seen Lou in a picture. Oh, my God. He's beaming. Literally wow. beaming. Wow. Fucking dad and dad showed dad. up. <laughs> my two dads. 
I'm sorry. We have to be here through the rough times telling you to do your homework and clean your room. Do we represent Stew? Are we just your Stew? Are we your Stew show and that's your dad? Oh, man. They do the same thing to me you guys are doing to me now. So yeah. I'm, I'm just in the middle and I'm just trying to get by, man. No, no you fucking... Like spending time. Your father with those broke fuckers. my. Your father broke my heart so bad I had to forget about him. Yeah. <laughs> These two rotini noodles you're spending all your time with. I don't like it. He goes, and then you listen to their show and they go, "Why are you hanging out with these gas station sandwiches?" Yeah, I heard he eats his sandwiches from a gas station. <laughs> Why would you do that? I would do a Dr. Phil right now, but I'm still gun shy. Oh, I bet you are. You know, New Orleans like this little mini bubble. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's all kinds of freaky shit. So I've never been. It. How were you invited to this wedding? It's um, my girlfriend's friend. By everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they go, we want Louie to be involved. <laughs> Louie, Louie, Louie. I can see myself five. not getting laid at a poly wedding. That's, That's how bad hilarious. my luck is. You go, just... oh, I'm telling you, how progressive am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> progressive, <laughs> progressive Rodney Day. <laughs> hey, I go to a polyamorous wedding and I walk around dry. <laughs> I'm telling you, I respect everybody. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, I respect everybody equally. <laughs> uh, I, uh, take a knee. How about you take two? That's what the system's been doing. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm woke Rodney Dangerfield. Woke Dangerfield. Woke Dangerfield. Should be something you do. Uh, I'm telling you, everyone's equal. <laughs> do Hannah Gatsby uh, yeah, jokes? Goes, uh, I'm in my prime. Yeah, a woman is never. A 16 year old girl, she's never in a prime. <laughs> <laughs> I found it the hard way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta find that out. How did I find that out? At a bus stop. At two in the middle of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> two uncles. Two uncles told me. Yeah. <laughs> Woke Dangerfield. Woke Dangerfield's great. Uh, our guest host today, you know, sitting in from the Bennington show on Faction Talk. Ron Bennington, and now also joining us in the studio, someone, uh, it's, uh, it's, Shane Gil- it's Shane Gillis, everybody. You know, Yo, show favorite, what up, Shane what up, Gillis. What up? Wasn't there beauty in being raised by lunks to oh, some yeah. degree? That's just yeah. over. Now it, you're being makes- raised, but you're being raised by woke, curly mustache barista queefs. It, you know it, what I mean? Like that's- There's a simplicity to, to life. Like, you understand how life works pretty early. My dad know? gave me very few... Uh, life lessons at all but he did give me all he definitely wanted his son to be like um and he, by the way he probably saw how not manly i was getting being raised by that women so much nervous, yeah it probably made him very nervous because he would give me all of those like and i applied them as best i could yeah. but all of those like don't waste all the time talking if the guy's talking this shit he's the one that's afraid the most like hit him first he'll never see that coming that was my dad's rule was literally like always throw the first punch <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then i was like yeah. so you just went around fucking sucker punching dudes <laughs> for years like, yeah, don't well, even wait for there to be a problem like, just throw the first punch i'm undefeated chain <laughs> and then his rule too is never getting a fight you definitely can't win i like yeah. that so also he just was going around sucker punching little guys <laughs> and that's that's street smarts that is, that is street like you don't Pad fight your everybody yeah Oh, well, the numbers is always a great idea. (laughs) But I remember, like, I was 17 and I was in Canada when I found out that people don't jump in for their friends when there's a fight. I was working in a carnival and some, you know, we would always be fucking around with the local girls 
because you know they could fuck us and then nobody would know and they're dumped down right so um <laughs> this boyfriend was looking for a friend of mine i'm like don't fucking worry because he was worried like a canadian like, don't <laughs> worry there's fucking nine of us we'll stomp them and the other guys are going like this they go look it's gonna be a fair fight i go what what do you mean i didn't know i had never heard the <laughs> because, term, wait a second what fair fight before <laughs> in my life i go i'm fucking constantly second and third into a fight i'm not gonna be first <laughs> I don't think I've ever been a part of a jumping before, but I've been a part of a big group yeah. going to see a fight, yeah. and one of the fighters is in our group. Right. I We have had that. And other fights have broken out, but it's never been just like a pile on. I couldn't do that, I actually. I, just, I just weirdly have too no, much it's, conscience it's for actually, that. No, it's, you'd be surprised how quickly you can get into it. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> really, really fun. When your friends are kicking someone that's on yeah. the ground, you jump in. It's actually... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun. Really, you, uh, the yeah. you joke around a little. It's it one of fun. the best things ever happened to you. One, <laughs> one time I was in a fight, and me and this fucking guy were rolling around in a fucking parking lot, right? And his friend, Not gay, dude. yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> a little bit. It was a little bit. It was a little bit fucking gay. <laughs> and uh, there was a guy like that was cheering against me, like "fuck him up," fuck, you know what I mean. And when I got up off the ground, I smashed his face into a front of a car. I just <laughs> fucking ran at him, and his and his face went right into the front of a car. He's like, "What the fuck?" I go, oh, "I thought you were fucking." Sounding really fucking strong over here a minute ago. <laughs> just a fucking pussiest sucker. Just like I threw a fucking block into his head, into the front of a car. This is how nuts you are when you're younger. Oh, yeah. I did a, when I got in the, my one actual fight in Ohio when I lived with my dad. Yeah. And he was like, kick ass. Don't fucking let these kids talk shit about <laughs> you at school and follow you home. Because I wasn't afraid of them. I just didn't want to get in trouble. Right. And uh, the next day, I just was like, oh, the first guy who says, because you're fighting Marcus today. And I went and fought Marcus. And that was the end. When that fight was over, I took, I, like, I helped him up and like banged his head into the back of a car window, <laughs> <laughs> like a, one of those station wagon yeah. windows. And everyone was even kind of like, even the people watching that were like, ooh, they were like, Jesus Christ. That's a little and I was weird. Like, and my dad was like, you got to make them know you're crazy so they don't, they don't <laughs> yeah. do this again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> We got in a fight. We got in a fight. I went to the Catholic high school in my town, and we fought the public school. And, <laughs> yeah, it was great. But some places play pickup basketball. Or we football. just got in a fight at a, at a park at Kozier Park. It's known as the Kozier Park Massacre because <laughs> <laughs> we outnumbered them a lot. We thought yeah. they were going to bring a lot more than they did. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up just jumping these kids. And they showed up. <laughs> they like five showed up. We had like yeah. twenty. But uh, I remember we invited our friend Bison. Yo, shout out Bison. What up, boy? He's like, like four hundred. Why is it smiling right big, now? Just smoking a cigarette. Big kid, and yeah. he was he was out of high school. He was like twenty four. <laughs> we were like sixteen. We invited yeah. him. He was all so right, came, all right. Yeah. You know what I love about high school fights? Was, I get bigger. They stay the same yeah, size. He was so much bigger that he found actually their starting running back, and he was doing wrestling moves to him. In this fight, he gave him a fucking lion tamer. Really? And the kid was, he gave him a lion tamer, Good. and the kid was crying while he was giving him a lion tamer. It was, was like crazy. Crying and begging bending. for help when someone's got their hands clasped under your chin, crazy. <laughs> lifting you up. That's really great. A yeah. lion tamer. Oh, that's that's lion it, dude. He broke the walls down. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a real lion. Yeah, he was having a kid cry on the bottom. All right. The, yeah, all the, kid right. The, the kid on the bottom was like, all right, mister. Take it easy, mister. mister. <laughs> that's so funny because I think you can just get out of that. <laughs> I think no, you roll you your head on When the guy's like 350 pounds. The line has you. been tamed. I've never even gotten into fights with people older than me at any phase. 
Always like my age, generally. And maybe, I guess as I got older, it may have been older people. I wouldn't have looked at it that way, like, you know, right. 23, 25 or something. But I never went backwards. I was never like 15 and beat up like an 11-year-old. I punched a kid once. When you were, yeah, when I, <laughs> I was, a, I was drunk at a high school basketball oh, okay. game. Okay, and my friends were, my friends' little brothers were in like sixth or seventh grade, and they were like, "Hey, this kid's picking on us!" And I fucking punched this kid in the stomach like, as hard as I could. And people were again were like, "Jesus, Mister!" <laughs> You're like, "No, he picked on that kid, yeah. though." You know what? Kosher Park Massacre too. <laughs> Hell yeah. America's amigo, everyone. You know him. You love him. Of course, Mikey Fenoya. Yeah. I've had to just commit. I want this nose ring. I'm showing up with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to say, I wanted these tattoos. I'm just getting it, man. Is what it is. I want to wear these bracelets, but big, big decisions. Like, I can never, ever go back to being a chain guy. And my heart of hearts, I want to. What do you mean, chain guy? Like a necklace, a necklace guy? necklace guy? I can't. What would you get, though? I don't know. Like, I'm. Now I don't know. What are my thoughts? My thoughts are still like, you know, a silver thing with a Wu-Tang symbol, but <laughs> I won't do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. A dog tag. But yeah, I'd, I would try to get something fake emotional so people couldn't laugh at it. You like, know what I mean? Like like, uh, like some saint? Uh, no, because not that. But yeah, maybe like the Jewish star, some Jewish tech, but I don't care about being yeah, Jewish Rich that Voss much. Yeah, Rich has that though. Yeah, but I don't care about being Jewish really even that much to make that a thing. I couldn't throw fake into that. But almost, you know, like the comedy mask, uh-huh. a microphone. What about like <laughs> <laughs> I had a meeting with an agent member. Yeah. And she said, you just don't have a look. You I don't may have told a- the story on the air actually when you weren't here one day. And I said, because it struck me that you called me to. And I get it, because when I heard it, my instinct was to be like, what a bitch. Yeah. Like saying you got to find a look, like you have to find some sort of a look. And, I, and when you said it to me, I'm like, geez, that's a shitty thing for someone to say. And then I thought about it for a second. I go, there's things I do. I mean, my look is definitely calculated. I mean, it's, it's what I want to wear. Right. We're not but faking it. But I'm not, no, 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 I'm not faking it, but it's like, it's my excuse. To, if I worked at like, you know, <laughs> Chick-fil-A. And I wore knuckle gloves and a scarf in my back pocket or a chain. On my, it, look, it would look really ridiculous. Cause it, and I've seen that before. You ever see somebody hanging on their own style in a fucking 7-Eleven costume? They look ridiculous. Yeah, they really do, yeah. So I happen to have a job where I can look the way I want to look just from head to toe, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what's funny, though, is that like to think about how to, what would a look be. Like, I don't know how to fucking... I never was anybody like that. I'll wear a Grateful Dead shirt or a Fish shirt and jeans, and that's it. And that's all I... That's it. I'm I'm not going to be somebody else. Know what I mean? For all my life prior to doing stand-up, I had to wear a suit. I had a j- corporate sales job where I had to every day wear a suit. I, I had to imagine. dress. I couldn't even imagine. It drive it drove it, dude, wearing a tie is like wearing like like a dainty fucking somebody choking like a baby choking you all day. And that was one of the best parts about like throwing it all away and doing stand-up was like <laughs> just start wearing just like those like like ponchos all the time on stage <laughs> it's just lebowski yeah male pattern boldness it's called that look Whoa. <laughs> hell yeah that's hilarious male pattern boldness <laughs> might be a poncho guy look at these stylish ponchos i'll wear a poncho Hell yeah, poncho Is there a Mike? summer poncho? You know what's good about the poncho? You can sweat underneath that and you won't have any sweat rings. Oh, there's your one there's your one for your special. Oh, there it is. I don't know, dude. Fuck look. It should just be about how funny you are. But yeah, here's the problem though. You gotta not. start separating from a bajillion really funny people. 
there's just a gazillion people out there just as funny as I am. It's something about figuring out how to put it together in some package. I wish that we could I don't do know. Like Look, a... it still surprises me. You know, this show is a lot of the draw. You know? I just had like such anxiety. Like my my asshole tightened up thinking about like if I changed my look and I like the minute before walking into the cellar for the first time being like, Ah oh, shit! I wonder. I wonder if anybody's gonna notice I'm wearing a poncho. <laughs> oh, oh man! I hope no one sees my poncho and 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 hat. It's just such a weird. Just be. I just wish you could just be fucking. Just be you. But you know what? I Mike, bought a whole. I threw out. Mike. Mike. Don't even come in here and look me in the eyes and tell me somehow you is not into being Poncho Mike. <laughs> I would love Poncho Mike. I would be. I would, I would love to be. Why don't you make Poncho Mike. Mike one of your characters? You're on your show with now. <laughs> That's Poncho a good way Mike to introduce it. Amigos? And then maybe like Dan Whitney like, became Larry the Cable Guy. Poncho Mike, like like Mike Fenoy just become Poncho Mike. Comes so popular, they forget who Mike Fenoy is. You're okay with Poncho Mike I'm doing totally four okay shows with- the Garden? <laughs> yes, I am. Poncho Mike four days of the Garden. I'll oh, do it right man, now. Get there. I'll do Poncho Mike will do four days at Olive Garden right Everybody, now. Everybody, you ready to have a good party time, <laughs> amigo? Eh, la comida fiesta. <laughs> You guys ever notice when you're on a bus, the chickens got better seeds than you? Am I right? (laughs) That's what Poncho Mike's experience has been with it. (laughs) Poncho Mike. (laughs) You ever get in pretty deep with the cartel, and then they don't give you your money they promise you, and then turn you in when the FBI get involved? That's been Poncho Mike's experiences. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> I'm all for it. You Poncho ever Mike. go to a taco place? They give it to you on a flour tortilla. I go get this shit. This is supposed to be Mexican food. They say no here at Taco Bell, but that's only Poncho Mike's experiences. <laughs> Phil Collins plays the drums and he sings music. I liked it better when it was called Don Hanley, but that's just Poncho Mike's experiences. <laughs> Lou, you want a you want a Poncho Mike T-shirt, which is just a poncho. <laughs> that's the merch, <laughs> it's, it's, and it says Mike. It just says Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the word. A, fucking, a shitty poncho with the word Mike across that's it. it. Jalapeno, hot going in. He's harder coming out, but that's just been Poncho Mike's experiences. Oh, I think we're going to take our first break now. We'll be back after We'll be this. right back after intermission. It's the bonfire. White kids got time out. Intermission. Poncho Mike mother took time out. Time out from whooping his ass, eh? But that's just Poncho Mike's experiences. We'll be right back. Easy bonfire. (laughs) Joining us in studio, you can catch their podcast, No Need for Apologies, on iTunes. It's Monroe Martin and Derek Gaines, everybody. Hell yeah. What's up, baby? Thank you. Thank you. Where'd you get your Jeff Goldblum shirt? I brought it online. I I played the safe route. Hell yeah. Yeah, Before you walk in. Thank you. It is a great shirt. you. You said you wore the shirt to see if... Okay, so... We had an art. We had a debate, and somehow we got on the topic of Jeff Goldblum because Chloe was like she 
follows him. And Jeff Goldblum posted, uh, posted a, a thirst trappy photo of his crotch. Yeah. And uh, with, uh, 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 look at my penis. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. My Here dick. it is. <laughs> yes. Bigger than you thought. Bigger than you thought. Soder's going, I got to do all the impressions. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thumbs up. Soder's out, I got to do impressions now. <laughs> Uh, Monroe, uh, blacks don't wear shirts with my face on them generally. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so she followed him, and so, he no, put she a, kept. So she was like, "Oh, she, she got all hot and bothered over Jeff." She did Goldblum. get hot and bothered, and then it was like, "Wait, why are you weird like this?" She was like, "What?" Jeff Goldblum was like a sex symbol, and I was like, "Really?" really? So. She kept going, no, like black people fuck with Jeff Goldblum. Black women fuck with Jeff Goldblum. And I'm like, but it's not like JT or Robin Thicke. He has none of that sauce to him. He he doesn't have any sauce. So then uh, as like a joke, I ordered the shirt just to see how many black people would see the shirt and go, yo, I fuck with that shirt. No, 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 no. All white people. Cool shirt, dude. I honestly thought it was laundry day for Monroe. No, wow. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I said radical when I saw it. I gave him a Hulk Hogan rip yeah. it from. Uh, I said righteous from no to myself. Bar. I was like, that is <laughs> that is dope. I go, nice half. shirt, Monroe. Rip it, rip it. <laughs> but Roy, you are styling. Roy got a perfect litmus test because we ran this by Roy Wood, and he he broke it down. He was like, well. If Jeff Goldblum was in the hood at three in the morning at a convenience store, is he getting robbed or is he getting props? Hmm. And we was is like, that the I think he's getting rolling papers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think he's getting Snapple. So do you think directions. people would rob him or do you think people go, yo, that's, that's the nigga from uh, yeah. Jurassic Park? I think he would be. They would. He would be getting props. Black people love Jurassic Parks, right? But black yeah. people love Jurassic Park. Park. I think you're right. What white guys are known for attracting black women? I'll tell you, I watched recently again the Up in Smoke tour. I was on the road. I just put it on in the background on YouTube. Uh-huh. And right before Eminem, second, this is right when he first came out, that tour. Um, this is before he comes out. It's just all like testimonials in the uh, audience, you know, in the concourse. Just black women going like, Eminem, my boyfriend. He doesn't even know it yet. Like, he's the finest white boy. In the th-. And they, they loved Eminem. Uh-huh. I, I think okay. that. Alec Baldwin thinks black people love him. I don't think no. it's true. What about Woody Harrelson? Nah. No. You got to understand, no, no. Thor gets the women hot. Gets the black women hot. Thor yeah. gets the bl- black women How about women? Aquaman? That gets Christine's fucking... Oh, Jason Momoa? Yeah. 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 I guess. But he's not white, though. He's Christine's uh, not black. Christine's cooch gets all knotted up. Yeah, but she's some kind of like weird <laughs> Sephardic... Samoan. What are you, Armenian? <laughs> some eyebrow place. She's just pale black. <laughs> yeah, pale um, black, I like that. But no, uh... When black women don't like Jason Momoa, well, actually, they do. They Lisa do. Monet's married to him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. They fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess he fucks with them, too. Everybody yeah. fucks with Jason Momoa. Yeah. Hanging out with us, Ted Alexandro. His new special, Senior Class of Earth, available now. It's the first week in 13 weeks that I'm not on the road, and it feels weird. Mm. Because it feels like you're like, not doing something. Yeah, enough. like not going to do stand up. You got married recently. I got married. We just had our first anniversary. Congratulations! Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What was the change like for her to learn about you on the road? Oh, she love. She loves when I'm gone. You I know? mean, I love it. I love living with Vecchione, but when he's on the road and I'm not, I'm like, this is the greatest. <laughs> Christine says she gets like alone, but to some degree, there is a nice thing about a it. Bit. There's there's elements of it you have to really I- enjoy. I do enjoy it. I like the alone time. It's nice. I have actually been like, I don't know how people just do the relationship thing every day, all day long, never get a break from each other. But like when Jay did 11 weeks, 
I, you start getting like sad and lonely and also you have to kind of change your rhythm of you like watch go you out watch. like a single person when I'm not single so towards the end of it like a couple weeks is fine but I, I've had times where I'm like I, I miss my fucking boyfriend like we you know we work together for three days he's on the road for three days family day and then the same thing next week I'm like are we even fucking dating or are we just working together now you know what you've inspired you get, me you I get need a couple leave. days a week three days a week she can watch whatever she wants to watch on my magnificent televisions she doesn't have to stay on guard for random physical attack by me for things <laughs> or mental hospital, hospital corners that have not been made or yeah or yeah or possible verbal attacks that come out of nowhere well uh, maybe while verbal she's sleeping attacks. And uh, nice. teach her lessons by breaking her belongings in I, front of her I think it bears mentioning that I mentioned the dynamics with my wife Jay mm-hmm. and Christine and you chimed in with you and Becky own. That's yeah. like that's, that's why I said I was gonna. <laughs> yeah. I go. I need to send him some flowers. Yeah. I feel bad. I was gone for thirteen weeks. Yeah. I hope he doesn't feel like he needs a new roommate. Well, he definitely feels like you haven't been there for him when he's needed you. Is he walk around naked for thirteen. I'm sorry. Weeks? He comes home. He's feeling bad about his career, and he goes, "You know, cheer me up." Dan, and then he comes home, just a cold room, because your window's open. You left with your window open. Didn't you, know just, it was gonna get, you didn't know it was going to get cold on him? Dude, that actually happened. Of course it did. He goes, you, it did. He goes, you left your window open when you went to San Diego, and it got too cold in here. And I was like, baby girl's gone. <laughs> I couldn't get enough blankets to make myself feel warm without you. So who sleeps naked in this room? Jacob. Jacob. There's a there's a sleep nude confidence that none of us besides Jacob have. Do you sleep nude? A few times a year. A few times. I like yeah, that. It's yeah. an Me annual too. event. A few times. It a just year. It's alone in a hotel room always. <laughs> no, it's it's with my wife. Uh, okay. In hotel, no, because I I can control the temperature better there than I can in my apartment in New York. Sure. Yeah. You know? Hotel rooms, I'll do it a little bit. I'll, I'll sleep naked a little bit because like no one's. I wouldn't do it in front of Christine because I love her and respect her. Right. I wouldn't put her through that. See? We've slept naked before. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. Looks though, like a manatee sleep... ha- hugging a stingray. <laughs> when you when you sleep when you sleep. I knew uh, Jacob loves aquatic humor. Oh man, he's yeah. He is. That is a subgenre. <laughs> yeah. You throw in a good. Oh, he's in nautical jokes, right? Yeah. Goes, where's oh, that? Man. Where's that Amazon Prime video? <laughs> uh, he goes, Jay. Please do a special called Leagues Above, just about sea humor. <laughs> Leagues above. There's Leagues twenty thousand. Leagues below decency. <laughs> below decency. The J. There's so there's such a funny part about sleeping with your significant naked, uh, your significant other naked, and then like the point where you like get up to go pee and you're like, I should put pants. I should put shorts on. Oh, so watch your little yeah. weird ass walk out. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Your yeah. Little cold wiener, and you're like weird, <laughs> weird. And you get back in, and you're like, I'm not sexualized at all. Like, yeah, neither the front nor yeah, the back. Yeah. You have to start, kind of sidestep out. <laughs> oh, weird. Fuck that. I'd rather put on shorts than I walk around confident. Christine said, if I tighten my butt, it gets very little, and then it gets like little lips in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> lips. Yeah, and then we'll get to the and lips. It gets That's lips great. In the middle. You're like, doesn't it look like it lips? <laughs> Dude, I have no she butt. She said yes. Yeah. I have no butt. <sighs> Mine's the worst. It'd be yeah, weird. I, th- I think it'd be weird to be a dude with a fat ass. <laughs> you're just like walking around. You're like, look at this, but Dante. Oh yeah, yeah. Dante. Well, mine is like Dante's got just a fat roundy. Oh, his is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so big. big old. And then what's the kid, uh, Chris Scopo? Oh, Scopo's got fat a mean ass. ass. I don't know if I've seen him. Look at that. There you look go. At the asses. Look at these guys' butts. Oh, they're all good. Bulbous. Oh, Bulbous. that's what I want. That's how I want to live my life. By the way, dude, that's my. That's hey, by the way, when, when I would stand and smoke cigarettes out back of my place in Long Island. I would do that with my basketball shorts. I'll pull them halfway down the cheek and just if I feel with my hand, I can believe that's what's happening with my ass. But it's not. 
It's just a big <laughs> chalky blocky nothing with a split down the middle of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that is great. I gotta get some lifters like that. Oh, dude, let's get butt lifting underwear. Can we get butt lifting underwear and try it on? To There's see gotta who, be. See who's got the roundest ass. That's what I want. <laughs> me and Dan are gonna have cakes. Yeah, dude, get ready for a fucking ass on me. Oh. <laughs> Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media, at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.